in. Mr. Tim Ryan, this is totally impromptu. I'm putting you on the spot. Um, thank you for the head nod. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you for testifying last week. I've heard many people say that your illustration, the word of the Lord about the truck being pulled up the hill was a, was a blessing. Thank you for that. I um, kind of meditated on that some this week and want to exhort a little bit about that because I think that's a timely seasonal word for our church. For an illustration, would you be willing to come and stand in front of the uh, congregation right here for a second? Can you come now? Can you come and do that? <clears throat> Tim Ryan, everybody, give him a hand. Will you turn around and face everybody and just stand right there for a second? <clears throat> Tim is a handsome man. And he is very capable of carrying many things. Broad shoulders, nice stocky build, good foundation, good shape. So, Tim, if you'll just square your shoulders and face them real quick, I'm going to give you some burdens to carry. Where do you want it? Um, on my good shoulder. <laughs> All right, this can't last long. Okay. <laughs> I don't care how you carry it. Just got to carry it, Tim. Got it on my toe. <laughs> Just steady it right there. Oh, you gonna let me sit down? No, sir. <laughs> Can you carry this one too? Does it have to be on the other toe? <laughs> That's gonna hurt. I don't know that it'll work, Tim. Yeah, I don't either. I'm just set it here for you to get later, okay? <laughs> Okay. Here's the last one. Put it right there in that pocket. It's no, it, it, it's it, it's Put it in so the inside pocket. You gonna turn it on? No, it's done. This came out of me one time. Are you okay for just a few seconds? Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> This came out of me in a conversation a couple of weeks ago, and it just came out of me, I think, as the Lord. But this is how you and I attend church. Okay. And this is okay, but it gets crowded in the room when everybody's carrying these type of burdens. Right? It gets crowded. We bump into one another. We bump away from one another. But it's not just the church. It's everywhere we go. This is what people emotionally look like. They're carrying burdens. Right? Amen? Amen? Most of you are sitting in this room and you're thinking, he is physically experiencing and feeling what I am feeling emotionally, spiritually, maybe mentally. On your soul level, this is what we're experiencing every day. You good? No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Tommy Beasley will pay your doctor bill. <laughs> but I'm free now. You're free now. You're free. Give him a hand. Thank you, Mr. TM. Thank you.
when Bo Yeager comes back from his cruise, he's slacking. When, he's, when he comes back from his cruise, you thank him because you took his place today. All right, so I'm talking about burdens this morning, and Mr. Tim, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, these are things that you know very well. These are scriptures that are extremely common. This is an illustration that we could see weekly for months on end, and we can relate to it. Nothing astounding about what I'm going to share with you today. This is more like, remember the word of the Lord. Matthew eleven twenty-five 25 through 30. At that time... Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight, all things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Father wills to reveal him. And he makes this call, verse 28. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. All fine and dandy. All good scriptures that you need to let your soul absorb let your mind let your choices your will let your emotions absorb that go back to verse 28 real quick come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest that's the call of jesus christ today go to jesus he will give you rest context of this is coming on the heels of Jesus doing some significant teaching, but something else happening that caused a burden in one of his most trusted confidants, even his family, his cousin, and that's John the Baptist. If you get earlier in chapter 11, the scripture reads in in, in verse 2, when John had heard in prison about the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples. Paul's there. What happened was John the Baptist had been arrested for what he was doing, preparing the way of the Lord, and in prison, and it shouldn't really be going this way. Why, why is this happening? And he begins to question the burden of faith. I said that right. The burden of trust, the difficulty of the situations caused him to question Christ. Not because Christ wasn't doing what Christ should be doing. Not because Jesus was being slothful and sitting back and not moving in ways that were unprecedented. But because of the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you the coming one or do we look for another? My God. This is the same man who was baptizing and when saw Jesus coming said, there he is. 
He was one of the first to declare that Jesus is the Messiah. There he is. Now, with the burden of persecution, with the burden of tribulation and trouble, with the burden of faith and trust being shaken, he is now questioning what it had to be, the power of God by the Holy Spirit calling Jesus the Messiah. He's now questioning that that even came out of his mouth. Are you with me? Are we to look for you? Are you the coming one or do we look for another? Are you the man or is there another one coming? What's the deal? I am burdened with this heavy burden of difficulty. What is going on? Tell me, clarify for me. He needed clarity on what he knew very promptly and boldly before. Let me encourage you. Some of the burdens and the weights of the knowing you once knew, the faith and the trust, the difficulty of carrying the burden of, was I really right? Was it really you, Jesus? Are you the one or is there another one coming? I was so sure. I was so absolutely sure before, but now because of all this heavy weight of circumstances, not sure. Maybe John even thought, maybe John thought, well, if he is the Christ, I wouldn't be in prison. So the two plus two equaling four, the, the faith and the boldness equaled persecution and prison. That can't seem to be right. Are you truly the one? And sometimes when we're carrying burdens, that's the way we feel. Amen. Verse four, Jesus, you may know this. I'm not teaching you something new. Jesus said to them, Go and tell John things which you hear and see. Verse 5, the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached to them. Blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Go back. Go back to verse 4. When you're feeling the burdens, listen, the heavy weight of is this really the right thing? I, am, I truly, am I truly in your will? Am I, are you the one? Am I, what? You're feeling the burden of faith and trust being shaken. Jesus will most certainly always answer. Go tell John the things which you hear and see. Isaac, remember what I've done for you. Remember what I've done and look at how I'm doing it around you. No matter where you are in the circumstance of faith and trust and difficulty, and look and remember who I am. Amen? Go and tell him what you hear and see. And then he goes on, verse 5. And tell him of the testimony that blind, the blind are seeing, the lame are walking, the lepers are being cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Listen, we need in times where we're carrying burdens, the reminder of the truth that Jesus, even though we might be in prison, and though we might be burdened, and though we might be heavy, Jesus is still doing Jesus stuff. Even though it may not be happening for me right here, right now, and I'm burdened and I'm heavy and I'm, it's so difficult right now, He still Jesus. And the power of the Holy Spirit is still walking. 
Let me tell you, the blind are still seeing, the lame are continuing to walk, the lepers are being cleansed, the deaf are being, their ears are being opened, and people every day are being raised from the dead. And the gospel hasn't failed yet, and let me tell you, it never will fail. So when you hear this testimony of what Jesus is telling John, and you couple it with what we read just a moment ago, put it back up there in Matthew chapter 11, Verse 27, all things have been delivered to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me, John the Baptist. All you who, are la who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Let me also plug in here. If you're in this room and you're thinking, I just can't get it right can't get it right. It seems like every time I take one step forward in Christ, I take two steps back. I feel so dirty. I feel so shame. I feel so condemned. Listen, you're trying to work this faith out according to something that it's not possible to do. Run to Jesus. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Remember that. Run to Jesus. Verse 26 or 28, uh, 29, excuse me, I'll get there. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Let me pray for you, Father. There are many in this room who have souls that are tired and burdened and weary. Father, I pray by the mighty hand of the Holy Ghost that you would in your gentle and lowly way Give them rest for their weary souls. We heard the call just a moment ago, Father, to come to you. We've come to you. We're here in this moment. We're right here. We're right now. Jesus, we need rest for our weary souls. Give us the yoke that is easy and the burden that is light. Amen. Let me tell you something. Your faith, your trust in Jesus should be yoking with him and allowing him to lift the burdens cast them off amen for the burdens of faith and trust there's another burden that's in the room today there's another burden that's been burdening my soul in some situations there's a burden that's in your soul in some situations if you've lived longer than adolescence on this earth you've been betrayed amen to me, this heavy speaker on the shoulder of Mr. Tim Ryan, the one that was giving him the most anguish, the one that was giving him the most pain, is the burden of betrayal. You never really get over it, do you? Amen? <laughs> and we've all been betrayed in one shape, form, or fashion. We've all been in places where we felt the burden of someone has let me down. And it's like this stack of things that we just we gather this one, we gather this one because it happens. We're human, we're carnal. You know, it, it, even, even in situations where we don't even mean, mean to be betrayed or someone doesn't even mean to be, betray us, we pick it up, we carry it. We pick it up, we carry it. And if I had a sheet of paper and a pen for each one of you and say, write the names of people who you feel have betrayed you. Boom, 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 boom. Amen? They're there. 
I will say this. Sometimes the reason we can't lose the burden of betrayal is because we don't understand that directly related to betrayal is forgiveness. Oh, I've forgiven them. <laughs> you would have listed their name. <laughs> I remember a God saying to us that, hmm, my sins he remembers no more. It's part of the flesh. It's carnality. I mean, that's just, it's so difficult for us, which is why I'm bringing it up today. Let me give you a scripture. Psalms 55, verse 1 through 8. Psalms 55, 1 through 8. Verse 1. Give ear to my prayer, O God. Do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and hear me. I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they bring down trouble upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My, my heart, verse 4, is severely pained within me, and the terror of death have fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. So I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness, Selah. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Very relatable verses of Scripture. Psalms 55 verse 1 through 8 is speaking of David. David was in the kingdom. And unfortunately, we don't know exactly what it was. Some have said it was Absalom. Some have said it was others. But we don't know exactly what it was. But David was feeling the weight of betrayal. David was carrying the burden of someone in the camp that I didn't think would do me wrong, did me wrong. Whether it's reality or perceived, David is carrying the weight of betrayal. Amen? I'm going to read it again. But I want you to read it. I want you to read it. I want you to hear it from the standpoint of, wow, I can relate with how David feels. Because I know when I have felt the betrayal of people and I carry the burden of betrayal, I in my way feel these things, experience these things. They internally grab me and hurt me. Listen to what he says. Verse 1, Psalms 55. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and hear me. I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily because of the voice of the enemy, because of the wicked of the wicked, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they bring down trouble upon me and in wrath they hate me. My heart is severely pained within me and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me and horror has overwhelmed me. So I said, oh that I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. And somebody said... Amen. Oh, come on. Somebody has thought, if I could get away from this mess, I would get mm, carrying the burden. Oh, if I could quit this job, if I... Amen. If my, if my spouse... You know what I'm saying? It's just like... Oh. Betrayal. 
Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness, Selah. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. But even in this, even in this, Psalms 55, David turns. I love it about David. I love it about David because David understood how to complain to God and just be like, I believe it's why God said he's a man after my own heart. To be like, ah, to God. And then his heart would just know what to do in the circumstance. It was the spirit that led him to do it. It was the very word and will of God that was living in him. He was God's man and God was his man. He gets to verse 22. And he begins to kind of testify. Here he goes, verse 22. Cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Now the trouble with this is, the trouble is David had a righteous... Ah, let me see if I can say this right. He had a righteous standing in his betrayal. In other words, David's betrayal was real and true. And some of us, most of us in this room, carry a burden of betrayal and it's legitimate. Somebody truly betrayed you. But it's muddy because oftentimes we're not getting betrayed. We just feel like we're getting betrayed. All right? Oftentimes we carry the burden of betrayal, but we're not willing to walk through the, the scripture that tells to work out your offenses with one another. And if we would just simply have a conversation about the betrayal, we might find there was no betrayal intended. It was a misunderstanding. You, you follow what I'm saying? We, 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 we carry them this way. Either way, if you're carrying a burden, and you know, if you're carrying a burden of legitimate betrayal, somebody betrayed you, you're hurt, you're offended, it's truly they offended you, they, they betrayed you. Or if it's a perceived one and there has not been any working out of the issue, the communication, talking through it, either way, perceived or real, David is right. Cast your burden on the Lord. He shall sustain you. Amen? He will do it. And, and you, you must hear the last part of that verse. He shall say it. Never. Say it again. Never. Never. Say it again. Never John the Baptist in prison. Tim Ryan carrying a weight where he's beginning to sweat. Sean Faulkner, Willie Scott, Shara, Robbie, Scott, Tommy, Jordan Potter. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Oh God, oh God, burdens carrying. <sighs> what was Tim standing on? His feet? What was his feet on? Carpet? What was his carpet on? The concrete? What was his concrete on? The dirt? What was the dirt on? The dirt? What was the dirt on? The dirt? Somewhere underneath Tim, Ryan, is the sure rock of Jesus Christ. Rooted and grounded in Christ, he shall never permit them to be moved. Amen?
So the encouraging thing is your burdens are there. It may be because of betrayal, if at all possible, with brothers and sisters in Christ. Work it out. If not, God shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Amen. Let me encourage you again. I'm going to move on. I'm not going to dwell here. If you've got a list, forgive, 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 forgive. Forgive, forgive. Who's carrying the burden? It ain't them, it's you. Forgive, forgive, let go, let go. Christ did it to you when you offended him and betrayed him. Be like Christ. He will teach you, he will teach us, he will show us, he will even do it in us, the ability to forgive. Get rid of that list. There's another burden, burden of faith and trust, John the Baptist in prison, burden of betrayal like David in the Old Testament, Psalms 55. There's another one that gets us. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, turn there if you can. Just a reminder of this one. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as, com as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. All right, so here, here's where it happens. This is, this is kind of my own testimony here. All right, this is me. I'm going to talk about me. I pick up this speaker of burden. I pick up this speaker of burden. I got to deal with that chair. I haven't really picked it up yet, but I got to deal with that chair. And lo and behold, somebody comes and puts a microphone in my pocket. And as soon as the microphone, which is nothing, hits my pocket, oh, I was maintaining all this other stuff. You know, I shouldn't have been. I was doing it in my own ability and power, but I'm maintaining all this other stuff. And the microphone hits my, 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 my pocket. And I, oh, I'm overwhelmed. Oh, doesn't make any sense the way my soul works right I mean just one more thing oh immediately the way my carnality goes I don't know about yours the way my carnality goes is where can I get away from this in my flesh y'all know what I'm talking about you be all sanctified over there y'all be sanctified okay this is the wall y'all are sanctified I'm the I'm the sinner okay I saw all y'all here. Immediately my mind goes, uh-huh, where can I self-medicate? How can I get away from these burdens? And the temptation comes. And just like you, I have a list of go-tos. And when the microphone hits my pocket and I'm overwhelmed, ah, I'm looking for the escape. How can I get out of here? <laughs> What can I cope with? How can I self-medicate? How can I get away from all of these burdens? What is the next? And the temptation comes. The flesh is there and says, oh, you remember how you felt when you did this and you did this and how you act, had this and that and the other? And Oh, yes, I do. This endorphins were amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this, this internal dialect goes on of, of this. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Even the rush of temptation sometimes is better than the burden carrying of life. Amen? Now, whether we want to admit it or not, we are all addicted to the flesh. All of us addicted to the flesh. 
And so when we're in this stuff, the microphone hits the pocket. Ah, I remember. <laughs> Flesh. And it's an immediate payoff. The temptation comes. But we've got the way out. Because here's the deal. I'm carrying this speaker of this and this speaker of this. And I got this one to deal with. And the microphone hits my pocket. There is this temptation of ecstasy that if I go to the flesh, this will all be gone. That is, y'all know, y'all know, you know, you got it. I'm not preaching to anybody that doesn't know this, but I'm reminding you that it only causes us to pick up another burden. So it actually, it actually forces us to pick it up. So I've got this speaker on this shoulder. I've got this one on this toe. This one I got to deal with. The microphone gets in my pocket. Now I am forced to carry the weight of the sinfulness. You don't have anything to carry it with. Oh, it doesn't matter because when you're in the flesh, it will get piled on you. It'll be there. You don't have any it'll be there. It'll balance itself on your head. It will strap itself to you like a strap on your back. It'll be a backpack. Immediately it'll be there. The encouraging word to you is this. The encouraging word to me is this. No temptation has overtaken you. Except such is common to man. But God, you're not. God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. Well, huh, that temptation was strong. But, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Ah, oh, the flesh. The Spirit of the Lord rises up within us. His grace and His mercy empowers us. And we, in the cognizant diligence of being a disciple of Jesus Christ, having His ability in us, woe. I know what that is. I know that that's not God's will. God, I am legitimately being tempted. This is something that I truly want. And I want it because I know it will give me the chemicals that I need in my flesh right now to make me feel better. But God, I know your word. I know your truth. I need you to give me a way of escape. That's, what's, that, that's being a disciple right there. You get it? Oh, it's heavy. It's tough. Woo, temptation. God, make a way. Now, let me encourage you. There have been so many times I have just carried these burdens and stumbled into my flesh and went crashing all around. And you know what the Lord does? He says, son, that was pretty dumb. gets down on his knee and he says look man one day you'll learn but for now and for always I'm here to help you pick this up come on my grace is sufficient my mercy is new every morning I love you and I will cleanse you I love you and I'll cleanse you come on it's good it's good come on Come on. He helps me up. By his ability, his word, his power, he dusts me off, cleanses me. He leads me out. Notice what I didn't say he does. He doesn't 
He didn't, he never has put the burdens back on me. Sometimes, oh God, if somebody, somebody needs to hear this. Sometimes the falling down and the crashing of the burdens is the freedom we need to see when Christ kneels down and says, hey, I'm here. We need to experience the humility of the falling so that when he helps us up, we get up from the freedom of the burden. And we walk with him away from the burdens. Amen? So you might be on your face today with it all crashing around. It's okay. But with the temptation, we'll also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So what to do with these burdens? Simple scriptures. I say them a lot because I deal with this stuff a lot. 1 Peter chapter 5. Write these down. You know them. I've got them plastered around my house. I got to remember these things. These are the things I have to remember. Okay? 1 Peter chapter 5. They're, they're words that God gives me that I got to be in. I got to be in all the time. Chapter 5, verse 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Verse 7. Go back to 7. Tim, Tim, Tim Ryan is not one who falls into this category. I do. Part of the reason that I pick up all these burdens and I carry them is because I think I can handle it. Ah, I got that. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then when I get the burdens, my pride has brought me to where I am. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And then verse 7. Listen, you won't cast your cares. Go to verse 7. You won't cast your cares until you're humble. And then when you're humble, you'll cast your cares upon Jesus. He cares for you. Sometimes the casting of the care is not the effort in throwing it. It's just the release of letting it go. I got to remember 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 and 7. I got to remember it because it's how I cope. It's how I deal. It's how I work in this world. Jesus is in me, around me, with me. When I feel myself picking up burdens, I cast them on Him. Usually right after that, it's something like, Lord, give me your wisdom. Help me understand. Help me walk. Help me deal. You do it in me. It's not my will. Your will be done. It's not my life. I'm dead. You're alive. Live in me. I don't know why I'm here. John the Baptist in prison. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what. There may not be a why. I may not have done anything wrong. It may be God's perfect will that I'm carrying this burden just so he can deal with me about such and such or deal with others about such and such. I want his kingdom to be done, not my kingdom to be done. Whatever your will is, God, cast my cares upon you. And then my favorite, the banner of all banners. You know this one. I say this a lot. Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 7. Put it up there, baby. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Period. Stop. Go back. Woo. God, help us practice this. Help us practice it, not in our own ability, in our own flesh, but in you, Jesus. Help us to know you in a way that we can do this. I'm anxious. I'm worried. I'm concerned. No, nothing. I'm going to pray about it. 
I'm going to supplicate about it. You know this. I'm going to be thankful for whatever I'm in, wherever I'm at. God, I'm thankful. I'm going to let my request be made known to you. Just a simple yield and surrender of prayer with these burdens all around, right? You know this. Just be reminded, verse 7, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Just take those two down. Take them down. Write them on your mirror with the dry erase marker. Put them, put them somewhere so that when you're, when you're in that moment, oh, Lord, there's something you move. Pray. Seek God. Now, I don't know what your burdens are today. I just illustrated a few of them. There, there could be other ones, you know. But I, I felt that um, the Lord was leading me in the burden with John the Baptist and the burden of betrayal with David. And gosh, there's so many others. I don't know what it is, but would you stand to your feet with me, please? I don't know what exactly, I can't remember exactly what the praise team had in mind, but whatever the praise team had in mind, let's come do it right now. I tell you what, let me change that up. Let's just do just Isaac. Just Isaac. Just Isaac. I want everybody, all the praise team, to have an opportunity to respond today. So, we're going to have an altar call for burdens. Oh, Tim, I'm sorry I did this to you. Well, I prayed about it this week. I cast that burden. I know, it's good. I'm glad you did. It's gone. But there are some here. Oh, man. Don't carry it out of here. Don't, don't carry it out of here. Set it down. Cast it down. We're all, we're all, we're all in it with you now. Look, we've all got them too. No shame in your game. No shame in my game. Just set them down today. So this prayer is just simply this. However you need to. Set it down. And leave it down. So I'm calling you to prayer. I'm calling you to the Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Giving it to God in prayer. Go. 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 Let's go. Come on. Go. Do it. Do it. You heard the message. You heard the word of the Lord. Just set them down. Come on. Set them down. Set them down. Set them down. Everybody in the house, set them down. You don't have to come forward. The altar is just fine right there. The front of that chair in front of you. The aisle beside you. The wall in the back. Set them down. Set them down. Just set them down. Meet with the Lord. Do a transaction. Set them down. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, God. That's it. That's it. Just, yes. Let them go. Let them go. 